Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we're going to talk about your brand. And I mean, when I when I say brand, I mean kind of how your brand is perceived, how you communicate your brand out there in the public. And there's really two kind of key factors here when we're talking about brand that we're thinking about in this moment. One is, how do we have a positive customer experience and let that your brand message kind of resonate with that customer experience? And then how do you get to that customer experience? And that's really through kind of your employees and how they're interacting with your brand and how they're kind of conveying it out there in the public. It's like a really like a three-legged stool and it's all connected in order to be able to really like perch right there at the top of the stool. Yeah, and your, your brand is really kind of, um, you know, you may have an idea of what your brand is and you have expectations and you can set the bar really high for what your brand is, but if the experience is different, then whatever that experience is, that's actually your brand. So we want to talk about what your patients are kind of experiencing and, and some things to maybe improve that. And then the flip side of that is on the employee front and what can be done there and how they actually can make or break your brand. Yeah, and we're not just kind of plucking these topics out of the air. The fact is, is when it comes to brand experience, customer experience and employee experience are really some of the biggest trend factors for 2023. And so as we're looking at what we can do that is really doing more with less, you know, if we start with our brand and the brand message and what we convey, focus on our customer's experience and our employee experience, that's gonna give us the biggest bang for our buck as we roll into 23. Yeah, um, there's a recent survey that said that 73% of people um, would decide on a product or a service based on the customer experience. So in other words, if the customer experience is poor, they will leave. And the same goes for healthcare practices. If the patient experience is poor, they will just move on to somewhere else. Um, so you know, we, we see this more and more every year. Um, this is, you know, we're, we're talking about 2023 trends, but really we've been talking about this sort of patient experience for I don't know how many years Probably now. Probably 10 years now. Yeah, and it seems just every year it matters more and more. Part of that is, is just due to online reviews, but it's also just a change in expectations. And people, they want to be treated as customers and not just patients. And that's a big mindset shift. Well, it's the whole consumerization right. of healthcare in general. You know, the fact is we're buying our you know, dinner by looking at reviews. We're buying, we're making purchase decisions of which roads to drive based on what we're being told to do. You know, anything and everything we're, we're pulling out a credit card for or cash or, you know, an insurance claim for, we're taking a look at what those reviews are telling us. Same thing with jobs. You know, the, the job market, the employer market is not like per, protected from these online reviews. You know, we're seeing in a glass door, we're seeing on an Indeed ZipRecruiter, you know, you have a workplace happiness score where you're measured against other individuals. And so I think part of it is, you know, yeah, you have, you know, the, your group, the millennial group, but then you have this Gen Z group and you have the kind of the group coming behind. This is what, you know, digital first, and we're having to make adjustments from the business model standpoint to meet kind of the, the new needs of this up and coming generation. 
Yeah, it's no longer just about convincing someone to schedule an appointment and go to your practice. Once they're actually there, yeah, you want to obviously provide better outcomes and, and give them the quality care. But what we're saying is that part of the equation is now this patient experience that's going to keep them coming back for more. So, for example, um, if someone schedules an appointment at your practice and they go in, they have whatever the service is, but the billing is a pain when they have a question, they have to jump on the portal and then type it in, but it's really like kind of clunky and then they don't get a response for four days and the response they get is only half of the question, then they have to go back in and there's no notification. All of that's gonna add up and they're gonna go, you know, they did take care of my whatever's uh, sprained finger, but all of this is not worth it. So I'm just gonna find somewhere else. Well, we used to talk about like your digital experience was your website. Now your digital experience is your website, it's your online reviews, it's your social media. It's also how, can I make an appointment online? Yeah. Is it 25 pages to make the appointment online? Right. Um, what's the follow-up for the appointment? I have All a, of the above. Right, I have a question. How easy is, is it to get my question yep. answered? I is don't there wanna, a chat bot? Right, I don't want to Is that chat bot a computer? Is it a bot? Or do I have an opportunity to actually get connected with somebody? Yeah, can I just text somebody? Yep. All of that kind of builds into this uh, Experience. And all of these tools that we're talking about are actually tools that are out there that you can implement together. It's just historically, this has been something that retail is focused on and not or restaurants and not necessarily healthcare. And so I think that the healthcare organizations who are really, you know, moving forward in the trends are the ones who are saying, let's look at my digital strategy. And it's not just about a website, it's about all these connected items to make it easier for the decision maker or the patient. Yeah, and I mean, you know, everybody wants to be heard and, and seen and valued. And I think in terms of what we're talking about right now, what that really means is these personalized kind of experiences make a difference. So it, it needs to be easy and it needs to feel personal so you don't feel like you're just sort of a number through a factory. You know, if you, you hear that all the time about healthcare practices, that I just felt like I was in a factory and I, I, I waited forever and then they moved me along, I got two minutes with the doctor, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you hear that time and time again. So um, it, the more that you can personalize these experiences, the more that you're gonna insulate yourself from any sort of negative feedback and when that happens, sort of by default, you're building a better patient experience. So give me an example of a personalized experience that leads to uh, a better customer experience in general. Yeah, well, I, I kind of mentioned it a couple minutes ago, but I think that um, it, using the chatbots, like you were saying, is a really great way to do that. So if I have a question, um, you know, th there's HIPAA compliant ways to do it, but <clears throat> once you know who you're, t you're talking to, then act like you're actually talking to me. Have a conversation with me and not some um, you know, automated script. Answer my question, make it so you know who I am. Um, and then in office, that's another question we get all the time. Um, you know, I, I remember a couple months ago, I had to go to the doctor, <clears throat> I had to go to the dermatologist, and they, they took a note down um, that I was gonna have a daughter. And so when I went back, they asked if we had our daughter yet. And that, you know, it, it brought a smile to my face. They mm -hmm. remembered, and I'm sure it was just a little note that they put on their chart, and it's a small thing, but it adds up, because then I felt like they remembered me, it made me feel a little bit more loyal, and I'm more apt to recommend them. Absolutely, it's that, well, person, like that. It's that personalized story. Exactly. And kind of back to your chatbot. So, you know, chatbots no longer have to be just something you pop on the website, check it off your list, oh, we have a chatbot. 
there are now technologies out there, and all these technologies are relatively inexpensive, sure. with the exception of maybe having to integrate with your EHR and do the HL7. But I was talking to a chat provider um, developed by a physician, and basically you log in, it starts with the bot, and you say, let's say for example, I wanna pay my bill. It directly connects to the billing department, they have a, um, it's a page on the website. They get a notification that there's a, an alert that comes in. That goes, it ties into your record and it's all HIPAA compliant and completely encrypted. And the billing department's able to respond to the text message and the end user doesn't know that they're going from billing to scheduling to a physician team. And it all ties into the health record for the patient. So from a patient's experience standpoint, they're able to reach out on the phone, the doctor is even able to call them on an encrypted line so you don't know that that's the doctor. Able to do telemedicine appointments on the phone that you can bill for, tie it all into the record, and that all stems from a chatbot. Seamless. Completely seamless. That's the kind of customer experience we all are expecting. And if your practice can figure out how to deliver that level of customer experience, and really it should be the patient experience first, when you start thinking that way, you differentiate yourself from every other doctor down the road. Absolutely, and, and a lot of what we were talking about there is kind of like on the, the digital side, but um, like the example that I gave, you know, it also matters for in-office, and when it comes to in-office, I mean, in digital too, we really start to think about what the employee experience is like and what that employee engagement level is because if the employees aren't engaged or they aren't knowledgeable, they don't know what's going on or they just don't care, um, you know, then let's say you have um, crack that equation, right, that you were just talking about, and you have automated and you've got this great system, but it goes to the billing department and you've got Rhonda over there and she's just not paying attention to the screen or she's on break or mm -hmm. she's scrolling through Facebook, well, then it all falls apart. So the, the role that employees play in your brand um, cannot be uh, overstated. No, absolutely. And I think that we oftentimes don't communicate, and it all boils down to communication. We don't communicate that we're focused on patient experience with the employees. So the employees, you know, really, if you start with the employees and you start from the ground up, it becomes the employee's idea. They understand how you can reward um, employees and how they can participate in the patient's overall experience. And when it starts from them, you're able to actually deliver something that makes sense. Right, yeah, and, and the employees, when you think about it, um, they are sort of the human face of your brand. So if your brand is you want to, uh, you know, let's go very broad and say that you want to be efficient and provide great care for everybody that walks in your door, that's, that's the brand that you're going with. Very broad. But if, if the employees that are in the practice don't live that every day, then you're never going to be able to deliver on the brand. Your, your brand is going to be whatever their face says it is when that patient walks in. Well, and I think that's partly indoctrination from day one when you are bringing new employees on. You know, we spend all this money and time and energy on marketing and on really patient experience, but we don't always spend time creating the right experience from day one with our employees. Right. You had an example where you were working with a client at one point trying to help them with a culture book. Could you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, so what they wanted to do is they were getting ready to scale and open up a bunch of different offices. So um, what they wanted to do was really take what their values were 
and make it in this, this really nice, high-quality book um, that they would give to every employee so that you, you learn the mission, the values, what the brand stood for, and, and even a little bit about uh, what the future growth plans were. So you were kind of invested in everything that was going on, uh, what's going on in the community and how they give back. All of that was in this, this really great piece where um, you know, we see, I mean, time and time again, with, with practices that we work with, new employee comes in and uh, they get a folder and in the folder is something that looks like it's been Xerox from like other copies, yep. yeah, over and over and over again. And um, they go through that one day orientation and then they're off to the races and that's, that's it. Or maybe, you know, they, there's that uh, annual review where you talk about it, but there's not this sort of consistent touch point um, and there's not this nice takeaway that you actually, you want to go back and read and feel like you're invested in whatever the practice is trying to do. Yeah, I was just with a practice manager not 20 minutes ago, and we were talking about employee engagement with an initiative that we're focused on, and he was explaining that he really wants in 2023 to make new new hires almost an event in and of itself because their first day, their first week, if it's a positive experience, there's a much higher likelihood they'll They're stick around. Stay. Yeah. So he wants to engage existing employees um, and he's still working through the, this idea, but engage existing employees with potentially like a scavenger hunt, all related around a new hire. So you get new hire and existing employees and it becomes kind of a game the first week, which forces indoctrination into the practice, getting to know kind of the key decision makers, kind of having fun and having an opportunity for rewards. And then it really helps drive home some of the values that they're trying to um, really educate staff on and get everybody kind of working in the same direction. So just an, an idea, like new hires, it becomes kind of an event. Granted, he's a big practice and he's got a lot of new employees and we'll figure out the details, but he wants to put a focus on that new hire's first week because he knows it's gonna help in engagement and retention. I like that, yeah. That's a really well, good Because idea. you'll probably be working on the I'm project. sure I will. I'm sure yeah, you're going to get it. I, I'm also, uh, another example comes to mind, working with a, a practice that's rolling out a new intranet. And so one of the, the main things that they wanted to focus on with the intranet, this, this new one, because um, they had one previously, and the previous one was fine, but there was no way to recognize employees on it. It was just sort of like, let's post some news, and here's some forms and some links, and that's kind of that. Um, so this, this new internet, what they want to do is really have a way to reward and recognize employees for what they're doing and have that be very visible to everyone else that's in the practice. So for example, you're going to be able to, um, you're going to be able to award points to folks and then, and you can post pictures, you can write little social posts. So it almost looks like a social media feed. And then um, someone from HR is going to go in and then collect all of that and then reward them um, at the end of whatever the, whatever it is, at weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever the practice decides. But by doing this, um, it's, it's a unique way to, again, kind of build that culture around going above and beyond, not only for the patients, but for each other on your team. Funny, I was just having a conversation about this yesterday with a vendor for a program I'm looking to roll out. And so it's a vendor, they can tie into Microsoft Teams, they can tie into Slack, they can tie into the internet, and essentially for a couple hundred bucks a month plus the price of the rewards, they can, I can reward you 
for demonstrating in practice one of our values and I can award you little um, points and those points can be redeemed for local gift cards they can be redeemed for company swag they can be redeemed for Amazon gifts whatever you want they can go on and have things delivered to your house other employees can recognize you when you really show the values that we live by and we can set up little challenges so we could have challenges like Anybody who reaches 10,000 steps a day can get X amount of points. Anybody who drinks eight glasses of water gets X amount of points. Things that are related to healthcare or things that we just want people to focus on, we can do that and we can automatically set up those reminders that somebody's anniversary, they've been with us 10 years, we can give out points that way. You set the points based on the budget, it all integrates. These are things that are a couple hundred bucks a month, but the dividends that they're paying and the engagement that you're getting and the chance that recognition isn't just from the top down, it's from your teammates that are recognizing you as well, all for people who are focused on our values. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love that, that's awesome. Well, and, I sent it to you yesterday so you can look. And if, um, great, I will. Yeah. If, um, if that sounds like a lot of work, you know, I think that an easy way to start is just, you know, small things like go to Target and get a couple of like uh, $5 gift cards. Yeah. And then when you when you see an employee do something, give them a gift card. Yeah. And then that's going to that's gonna spread and people are going to know that that is a new initiatives and the small things, but it, it adds up. And that can really take, again, small steps, big improvements for employee engagement. That's absolutely the case. I've got a last example. I've got a project that I'm working on based around the book Culture by Design. Um, it's a large practice and they are getting ready. They've spent the last six months or so outlining their kind of the fundamentals they live by. They've come up with 25 key values. It's a lot. It's a lot of values. But the idea being that in 2023, we're going to focus on a different value probably every other week, something to that effect. And I was with the practice manager this morning showing him kind of the, they're going to roll it out with town halls for all of their employees showing him like the handout that's got the 25 values that people can kind of hang up in their cubicle. Then we were looking at like the graphics that are gonna go on all the lobby videos. We have, so for this practice, I have lobby videos, but we also have videos in all the break rooms. So we can reinforce the fundamental um, in the break rooms with the employees. So they're getting like a consistent message. Cause again, it's all communication. Right. We have little packets that are gonna be delivered to each of the offices that the branch manager can then use to distribute and put things up. And then finally, we're gonna end it with, I showed them two examples of cultural books where it's maybe 25 to 50 pages and it's really outlining the culture of the practice and putting pictures of the employees in there or pictures of the practice and making it a nice tangible piece to show that our people are important and we're gonna show images of them really delivering on those core values and focused on that patient experience. So I think it's whether you're spending you know, $5 or $5,000, the point is you have to, if we're so focused on patient experience, we have to start with employee experience. And if we can do that, with kind of the root of it being our brand and communication, we're gonna be that much closer to achieving our goals. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it all kind of goes back to that idea that, um, you know, it, you, you see it again, if, if you just Google anything related to employee engagement, bad attitudes are one of the number one reasons why people will take their business elsewhere. So if you can improve the attitude of your employees, you're going to provide a better patient experience and then rising tide lifts all boats. That's right. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. See you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. Thanks a bunch. Thanks guys.
If you want more like this, hit like and subscribe so you'll always be alerted to new episodes when they come out. And if you want information about us, visit us over at insightmg.com. That's insightmg.com. We'll see you on the next episode.